I think I should mention that uh, uh, when you look at uh, inter- intra-Africa trade, is uh, quite low compared to other regions of the world. Although it has been on an uh, increasing trend, particularly between the period 2000 to uh, 2020, although it has been on an increasing trend, it is still at about 18%, which is far below what you see in uh, Europe, uh, Asia, and America. And uh, in those other regions, it is uh, above But what is the potential then for growth beyond this 50%, uh, for growth of intra-Africa trade, and where does the potential actually lie? uh, The African continent has uh, an estimated population of 1.2 billion people and um, uh, a GDP expected uh, estimated to be around 2.5 trillion US dollars. And uh, that is actually a huge uh, market. And uh, um, you see, there is now the African continental think trade area, which offers the potential for uh, countries and firms within Africa to expand their limited uh, domestic market, uh, increase their trade, contribute to uh, growth, and uh, generate the much needed job and um, poverty. So, basically, uh, this African continental free trade area, which aims to open up trade or liberalize trade, is expected to contribute to an increase in intra-Africa trade. And that is actually what we are all hoping for, that uh, intra-Africa trade will increase as a result of the continental free trade area. What are the impediments, Professor, and, and what has impeded intra-Africa trade in the past, and, and what is being done to correct that? Yes, historically, historically, um, uh, there are several barriers to trade uh, within Africa, and uh, that is why you have a situation where um, most African countries tend to trade with either Europe, uh, historically with Europe, then America and China. And uh, this is actually attributed to the fact that uh, uh, most of these African countries, they maintain uh, trade relationships with their former colonies. And uh, the other thing that has also been uh, inhibiting uh, trade within Africa is that uh, it is probably, you can actually say it's difficult to trade within Africa because um, infrastructure in Africa still needs to be developed. And uh, most of these countries, they have not opened up to trade. They have not, they have not opened up to trade uh, with respect to other uh, African countries. And I think uh, it can also be attributed to the fact that uh, most of these countries, they, um, they tend to produce and export uh, raw materials. And uh, you can actually say, if they are producing and exporting raw materials, which are almost similar. The potential for uh, intra-Africa trade to be limited. But I think uh, the main thing is that once they open up, remove all those barriers which can be tariff or non-tariff. So once that is or once those are eliminated, we expect uh, this potential to be exploited and expand intra-Africa trade.
But without a monetary union, <clears throat> such as that of the EU with the euro, can the potential for intra-Africa trade be fully realized, you think? I should mention that uh, regional integration is a process. Uh, and there are different levels of uh, regional integration. And uh, the free trade is the first step towards, the, towards the, uh, regional integration. Uh, when you have the free trade, in this case, the continental free trade area, it means you remove barriers to trade among uh, member states. So no barriers to trade among member states. And of course, um, uh, in, a free trade, in a free trade area, uh, members, member states are free to keep their separate, uh, let's say, tariff with respect to non-member states. And if you want to reach into to reach a high level of uh, regional integration, you need to move out. You need to, uh, in addition to a free trade area, you need to move into a common market where you have free movement of people. Okay, so you have a free movement of people, and if you want to move deeper into another high level of regional integration. That's when you move now into economic and uh, political union. And in this level of uh, regional integration, you need to have uh, a common currency and uh, harmonization of fiscal, monetary, and uh, tax policies. So uh, it's still it's a, it's a process. It's still a long way to go. But I think uh, um, I think uh, uh, a free trade area, if uh, all member states, would ratify uh, and, uh, uh, and and uh, be in line with the requirements of uh, the free trade area. This is actually a first step. Of course, the ultimate goal is uh, having a monetary union, which it is really a long way to go. And uh, I think probably one of the reasons why uh, they have been slow in terms of we have been slow in terms of uh, regional integration is that. Uh, not all countries are prepared. Remember, I must say, uh, when you are moving into a deeper level of regional integration, you must be prepared to surrender part of your sovereignty to a supranational institution. And I think that has been a problem that uh, most of these African countries, they tend, uh, or, uh, they tend to be not really willing to surrender part of their uh, to a supranational institution. And I think if we are we to reach a high level of regional integration as Africans, we must be prepared uh, to do that. Why that hesitancy, you think, uh, Professor, to have a common currency on the African continent? Remember, when, when, you, when you move into a common currency, it means the national central banks yes. will now lose their power because that power ah. will be ceded to an institution. For example, if we are to talk about, let's say, let, let's talk about, uh, let's, just, let's just talk about SADC. If, let's say, uh, SADC was to establish uh, a monetary union, uh, it means that um, uh, we will no longer be seeing uh, Nelson Mandela on your 100 uh, run notes because that power will now be taken away from the South African Reserve Bank to a SADC monetary union which is based in Haborono. The question is, uh, if we talk about South Africa, will South Africans willing to give up the South African Reserve Bank to uh, a supranational institution such as the SADC monetary union? And 
we're looking at uh, we're talking about the fact that we are battling to to, to have a regional monetary union at a monetary union at a regional level. You can imagine what will happen uh, when it comes to continental uh, currency yes. because I think it is uh, probably easier to unite or have a common currency at the regional level. And once you do that, you can now unite all these uh, regional, mm-hmm. let's say regional currencies, into a continental mm-hmm. currency.